families and welcome to the first Cobbacy Evening Fireside podcast of 2022. Normally the Warriors and the Rovers would be in their beds and the sun is definitely going down over the bunks. It's time for you to find out what happened today. Before we get into all of the things that make up a Cobbacy day, before we do the blue sheet report, I think it's probably worthwhile just because we have so many new families this year and it's the beginning of the year to tell you the purpose of this podcast and how it came about at all. And that is that years ago now, I mean years and years ago, there was this phenomenon where the boys would have an amazing summer here at Camp Cobbacy for Boys and they would get back in the car and they'd be driving down the road and their mom or their dad or their dad or their dad and their mom and their mom, would, someone would ask them, so how was camp? And they'd say, good or great. Or great and good, and this was great, the food was great, and that would be it. And then the interrogation would begin, and parents would be grilling the boy about what happened, and they would be answering in monosyllabic you know, responses, and it just would go on from there. And finally, we were just thinking, well, how do we tell the story of Cobbacy to the other stakeholders of Cobbacy without forcing the boys to in- endure interrogation when they're done? with Cobbacy and riding down the road. So that's what this is all about. This is a bedtime story to you, our families back home. It is meant to include you in this whole wild adventure and to help you understand some of the things that make us tick, but also to get used to the rhythms of the week and the day and the session and the experience. So that is why the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. Let's get started. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets, literally sheets of blue, are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report, families, about what did happen today. Today is the 23rd of June, 2022. It is opening day for Cobbacy 2022. It is, if you can't hear it, there's a smile in my voice because there's a smile on my face. It is such an exciting day. Uh, and so we always do this blue sheet report. And But before we do that, just in case you were wondering, the weather today started off gray and gloomy. There was even mist falling, not what you're looking for on arrival day. And then right as the first kids showed up, right as the first cars pulled up, the sun came out and it has been out since. It is now evening, uh, so the sun has gone down. But what a day. I mean, I think it couldn't have been any better. We had lots of comments from the parents who were here about how awesome it was. It was great. The way the podcast works is that we do a blue sheet report about all the comings and goings of the day, and then at the end of that, there's usually a found sound or a musical interlude, and then after that, there is a story, an anecdote, a quick five-minute, this is what I saw today. So we'll do the blue sheet report first. Today was arrival day. Uh, Parents were arriving between one and three, a few early arrivals, prearranged. 
But the window for parents driving up was 1 to 3, and then the buses come around 3, 3.15, 3.30, depending on traffic. And that is basically everyone. We have a few late arrivals this evening. And, of course, some of the California families and some of the overseas families send their boys the previous night. So we have a, like a sneak preview of a few campers on the 22nd. And they were here this morning looking all sleepy and bedheaded uh, and it was great to see them. But really, the day, the morning was spent getting ready. This is not our first rodeo. This is my ninth summer as the director of Covacy. It's really amazing that it's been that long. And every single time, no matter how much time we have, we spend 10 days on constructions of masculinity and field prep and how to run a session and, and how to be a good leader and what to do when your kids are upset with each other and what, are the, what to do when they're missing home and all this stuff. You know, literally scraping and painting and rearranging and pruning and weeding. All that, 10 days of that, and it still feels like I'm rearranging the coffee table before I have company over, right before all the parents arrive. I'm, I'm sure it's going to feel like that for the next 25 years. So we're doing that. There's a pickup driving around, getting all the, the stuff that's being pushed out to the road, and there's a, a fierce excitement as everybody's moving from here to there, and there's a lot of, of haulers and calls for equipment, and one more dash of paint over here, and... Uh, maybe we can all go to the tennis courts and straighten out the last line and everything looks amazing I think it's great how good camp looks etc etc kind of like a bunch of sailors you know moving the things around on deck as a ship is about to head out that's how it feels anyway and then all at once you turn around and there's six or seven SUVs and it's time for the drop-off and there are some very meaningful encounters today sun came out a couple of the families that dropped off were families that started here nine years ago. Some of them, one mom in particular, and I have become good friends, and her oldest boy was left at home. He's too old. He has to wait to become a counselor now. And his little brother is now Sachem. And I've known this family forever. I've seen these guys go from little minnows into these amazing young men. And she and I had our hands on our hips and we're looking around with a satisfied feeling, known each other for a long time talking about how the boys are doing and how excited they are and how how bummed out but you know excited his bit the big brother was for the little brother and just was one of those feelings you know each year this goes down I feel that way a little bit more and then there's the new kids hopping from foot to foot looking around with their eyes all wide oh my goodness there's one little guy the, the back window open and I was talking to his dad and then he leans out he I mean maybe nine years old and he's, he sighs happily and he goes, well, this, this is better than I thought. <laughs> we, we were judged uh, and found exceeding expectations. So that's good. That's what you want. That's the, that's the morning and the car arrivals. And then all of a sudden you hear the music and the bus comes. The first one's from Newton and Boston. And the second one is New York and Connecticut. And you get up on, I mean, this is an experience really only a camp director gets to have. You get up on that bus and all these faces look up and all the returners are beaming because if I'm on that bus, that means that it's time to get off the bus into Covasi. And I'm like, hey, boys, welcome home. And they're like, hey, Josh. And so, you know, they're banging on the walls of the bus and they're really excited. And there's a couple of new boys scattered through there who are looking around being like, well, this, <laughs> this appears to be quite positive because uh, they don't know yet. They literally haven't drunk the Kool-Aid. We have Kool-Aid tomorrow. Anyway. It's really wonderful, and each year it seems like it stacks the excitement that I feel for arrival day. And then it's almost time for dinner, 
We have an early flag ceremony because there's lots to talk about. We've got to set the boundaries for our community to keep us safe. You know, no, no nuts and, and uh, you know, be respectful of different backgrounds, cultures, races, creeds, uh, sexual orientations, points of origin, religions. We go through the whole list and everyone's clapping, uh, you know, after each list. There's always a clap during a list to Kavasi. And then it's time to go inside, and we go in, and the whole place smells heavenly because it is Lewis Lee's fried chicken, mashed potatoes, rolls with butter, garden salad, and of course, cookies as big as your face. Lots of questions from the little guys about if the cookie will actually be as big as their face. The answer is probably yes. And the whole time, some wide eyes here and there some new boys who have taken a big leap to come this far. And there's maybe a experienced counselor who plops himself right down next to that boy. Maybe there's a couple returning kids who know that they need to reach across that table and make sure that that kid feels engaged. And then just maybe there's a really good group leader who gives somebody a side hug and takes them away just to talk for a second and then get back in the action. But either way, excited or a little wide-eyed, Lewis Lee's amazing first night of Camp Cavasi meal has had everybody's full and ready to rock. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. 623-22. Back in a moment. It's a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cavasi, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cavasi itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. We used to do a campfire on the first night of Cavasi. I always thought it was really a cool way to start, you know, obviously get everybody together and say, now we're beginning, tell some stories, start some traditions. But I started to notice over the years, especially the first three years here, that the new boys, the youngsters, but also the new boys who are a little older, especially them perhaps, were pretty blown out by the experience. What's this fight song? What's this goodnight song? I don't know what everybody's talking about. That kind of thing. So we moved it. We don't do a campfire the first night anymore. What you can hear perhaps in the background is the happy shouting and running around of a bunk night, the first bunk night. We realize that boys, and I'm, this is probably the same for girls, but in this case boys, really need that first link with each other. They need to know who their counselors are, obviously, but they need to know who their counselors are, what they're like, how they play, how they course correct. And they need a night of that to feel like they have a home here. So we do that. Instead of a big old campfire, we have a bunk night. And they're varied in their content. They uh, definitely play to the strengths of the counselors in the bunk. 
and uh, they're awesome. I saw one just before I came in here to do this um, podcast, and there's a couple of counselors who invented a game using the spike ball nets. If you know, don't know what spike ball is, I highly recommend you look it up. It's really fun. But they use a football. So it was like football, but then with spike ball as the goal, and the kids were laughing so hard they were falling down. It was pretty great. And then to my right, there's some sort of keep away game happening. There is a huge knockout game happening. And soon after all this, the boys will go back to their bunks. And they will together make the rules for their for their session here. It'll be facilitated, of course, by the counselors. But it'll be about how they're going to agree to live in community together. And that's no joke. That's a really important thing. And it's one of the things that really gives the Kabasi experience its, its meaning and its value. This is a place where the boys are going to learn what it's like to be cheek to jowl with somebody who maybe they wouldn't like f- right away. That maybe they'd have to learn to like and what that would take in terms of compromise and self-effacement so that is what's going to happen after this bunk night and then they're all going to have flashlight time and they're going to have their first stars and wishes session i may poke my head in for a couple of them every single boy in camp is going to lay down in their cobbacy bed under their cobbacy cabin roof above them the main summer sky with some stars in it and they're going to talk about the thing that they love the most about today I'm sure the chicken will make the list in many, many stars and wishes, but there'll be other things too, like that game of spike ball, being back at camp, seeing their brothers again. And then there's going to be 15 minutes of flashlight time, and then they're going to go to sleep, and they're going to wake up here. They're going to wake up here in their summer home. Before we close today, I would just like to say two things. The first is that this is really going to be a great staff. I can sense it. I don't say this at the beginning of every opening podcast you can go back and check we always have good staffs i feel like i don't want to jinx myself here but i feel like they're really something great they are engaged they are really excited to see the boys and these bunk nights have been awesome so i'm sure it's going to be a imperfect experience it always is but this one's going to be awesome i can i can feel it and the second is that this group of sachem sachem are the oldest boys they have a special name the sachem Watching them get off the bus with those big grins on their faces. They're all like 17 feet tall. I've known them since they were little boys. They just seem so happy to be here and so relaxed. This is their place. So really great staff, really great sachem, really shaping up to be an awesome beginning. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for Boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight quite worn out after their early morning and all this running around with steady counselors watching over them nodding off surrounded by their friends loons sounding on the lake all is well in this place set apart